Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. everyone. Welcome to another day, another edition of Focus Fox Valley. I'm Haley Tenpass with you on this chilly Monday morning. Hello, January. Steve Bale on that first alert forecast check-in coming in in about 25 minutes. So stick with us for that. This first portion of the show brought to you by Sturdivant and Associates, 500 North Commercial Street, in Nina, that old train station depot. Carl and Eric, they are there for you with free advice. Yes, free advice if you are overwhelmed, confused, concerned about anything as it pertains to Medicare, financial planning, turning 65. If you need advice, they are there for you. You can give them a call, 920-969-1956. Well, hoping you had a wonderful weekend. You're staying warm. Uh, We turned on the fireplace over the weekend. It was cozy. It was fun. And it's cold. So here we are, Wisconsin. A warm-up, though, is on the way. And those details are also on the way. Right now, we are going to turn to a topic, though, that if you have any kids, if you've got any grandkids, if you've got those kids who are about to graduate high school or maybe even graduating college if they are looking for scholarship opportunities we are going to talk more about scholarships and how you can take advantage as well with of some scholarships that are available through the community foundation for the fox valley region a really important topic quite honestly a topic that i wish i had listened to a bit more when i was in high school so joining us here today to talk more about this first Ida Berg, a donor services and gift planning coordinator for the community foundation for the fox valley region hi Ida. Hi, welcome. Um, Thank you for having me here. We are so excited to have you with us. Also joining us here today is Cookie Fielko, a scholarship volunteer uh, for many scholarships, I am told. Hi, Cookie. Welcome to the show. Thank you. A pleasure being here. All right. So we are going to really get to the basic understanding of scholarships because applications are open right now for high school and college students. And the the Community Foundation has more than a million dollars available for students from more than 60 schools. This is incredible. So I'm going to start with you here, Ida. Can you tell us a little bit about your role and how scholarships kind of work into that role as well? Absolutely. So I'm currently the donor services and gift planning coordinator here at the foundation. Um, I'm also the scholarship manager in training. Um, So I will be moving into the scholarship manager position in a few months. Um, I've been with the foundation for a little over three years supporting our scholarship program. 
And a fun fact, I'm originally from Finland in Northern Europe, and I've lived in Wisconsin for six years now. Wonderful. So this is, you're pretty, you're familiar with this cold, huh? That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we definitely have that in common. And thank you for introducing yourself. Cookie, I'll ask the same question for of you and ask how you are involved with the Community Foundation and why scholarships? Um, I am a longtime resident of the Valley and developed our own family scholarship in 1988. So I've had my eye on the foundation for a long time and probably have had 20 years of scholarship application work, which is such a gift. Um, My interest is the future and being able to read scholarships of these high school seniors is just Mm -hmm. an eye into the future. So it's it's a a passion for me. It's an interesting perspective to have to be the one reading all of these applications. It it is a gift indeed. Wow. It can be an overwhelming or I think intimidating process sometimes when, when faced with the prospect of going for scholarship funding. So we're going to talk about this process. I'll turn to you, Ida, here a little bit. How would you describe the scholarships that you have available through the Community Foundation? Absolutely. So the really, really cool thing is that we have something for everyone. Um, So it is not just the high-achieving, top-notch GPA kids. Um, We have individual scholarship funds that offer awards for students with lower GPAs or more focus on volunteering and extracurriculars. We have financial need scholarships and everything in between. So the really great thing is that... um, Um, Yeah, it is not for just the top-notch students. There's really something for everyone. Mm. I love the inclusivity of that, that anyone can find something. And I think that matters to a lot of different students who are still well-rounded, really smart kids who maybe don't have the perfect 4.0. That's a really hard thing to achieve for a lot of kids. So I love the inclusivity in that. What does the application process look like, though, for someone looking to find a scholarship? Is that a better question for Ida or for Cookie? That would be for me. Um, So our scholarship applications are currently available. Um, Students can go to our website, cffoxvalley.org slash scholarships, where we list all our scholarships that are available and their specific criteria. Um, So what we do is we have multiple different applications, including applications that we call our general scholarship applications and the great thing about these general scholarship applications is that students fill out just one application and can match to various scholarships through that one single application. So that probably saves a bit of time. Absolutely and um, the time to apply for scholarships definitely is now so our applications are live and our um, application deadlines are fast approaching with our biggest deadline in March. Okay, and we'll talk about those deadlines more throughout the half hour here, but you mentioned something, uh, things are online these days. I remember back in 2007, 2008, printing out stacks of scholarships, and maybe that's why I didn't do as many as I I should have, because I did have to print everything out. The convenience of uh, filling out a form once, having it go to multiple sources, wasn't necessarily at hand back then. So how have things changed over the years uh, for that scholarship process? Is it the convenience of technology? 
That is definitely a major part of it. Um, so most of our scholarship applications are online, um, and we do have some paper applications too, but all the information um, is listed on our website with the specific scholarships and instructions on how to apply to those. So technology has definitely made things easier and faster. I would imagine, though, though time is, you know, on our side here and technology is on our side, students still need to put some heart and some thought into these applications. They're they're applying for for money, you know, overall. So what time does a student maybe need to put into their application funds or their applications? How much time do students dedicate to applying? It's it takes multiple hours. So my recommendation would be the pre- preparation before you apply to or fill out the application. Um, so make sure you have all your um, information readily available, including your um, FAFSA information, um, your financial information, your resume. Um, so everything, get those ready. So then that will definitely make it easier when you fill out the actual application. And that does take take up some time um, because we do offer over 200 different scholarships. Um, you can definitely spend hours perusing the information and making sure you're um, aware of all the opportunities we have out there and making sure that you fill out the application properly and think of all those essay questions and mm. And just it shines through when you spend that time and make it worth for the volunteers um, for our scholarship committees to review your application. How much money do we know is is up for grabs for students? Yeah. So in 2021, we awarded a record breaking one point three eight million dollars from our different scholarship funds to four hundred and sixty eight students. So that is an amazing amount of money made possible by our generous donors. And yeah, exactly. That is that is an incredible I'm a little bit godsmacked here. That's a lot of money up for grabs for students. Almost, you know, 500 students taking advantage of that. That's wonderful. And when we come back after the break, we're going to talk more about who's funding these scholarships, but also the impact that we are seeing from those on the receiving end of the scholarships. What is the impact of a scholarship? We'll talk more with the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley region when we come back right after this. This is WHBY. We're talking scholarships today with the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region. My guests are Ida Berg, Donor Services and Gift Planning Coordinator, and also Cookie Filco, a scholarship volunteer uh, for many scholarships, as I was told. And and Cookie, I think we're going to turn to you a bit more in in this next uh, segment, this next portion, because I want to hear more about the impact of a scholarship. You've been someone who created a scholarship with your family. Um, What has the impact been? Have you ever had the chance to hear from students who have been on the receiving end of a scholarship? Um, In various degrees, yes. The impact, um, and I'm not going to go to specifics, but the way I look at it as is this is an amazing recognition for for the student. It is saying job well done. It is saying we see you. We understand Mm -hmm. your hard work. We're here to support your hard work. 
And it, in that way, it's kind of invisible to have that instant gratification that you might have been referring to for somebody to come back into the office and say, this is what I've done. It happens rarely, but we're there to support and to say, I see you. I think part of your question goes to each volunteer, and I'm going to make a plug for volunteers. Please do. And if, if you do have time and if you are interested in volunteering, please give us a call. It is probably the most gratifying volunteer experience you could have. In looking at, at the opportunity, um, after we've done with, with our grants, I have such confidence in where we are going mm. as a country. And looking at these applications and reading these essays and seeing these future leaders, I am in awe. Uh, there is one specific um, foundation that we do have scholarships from, which is really unique, and I'm going to take two seconds, but it'll tag on to what Ida said about not one size fits all. This scholarship recommendation was about giving back to the community. And and fully, and to see what these kids have done, one in particular, one student that stands out, knew that soap was a need for shelters. It was just not available, and he turned his garage into soap making. And the lives that he touched with his generosity were invisible to him, but it made a big difference. Mm, I, I love that perspective, and I think sometimes we take for granted or don't understand maybe the work of younger generations. I know I've been guilty of it. I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that. But to see in writing their hearts, you know, on paper and to hear about their passions, uh, I'm sure it's a very fulfilling volunteer role. Wow. It, it, is, it is special, and to work with the team at the Community Foundation, it really is... It really is wonderful. And, and to support the schools and the teachers and to encourage the learning that they do. Wow. And I think that last year with COVID, that was a bump in the road. Mm. We went through it. It was, um, it was an effort on everybody's part, but managed to do, as you saw it, an extraordinary job. Well, with that being said, and I'm sure it's a very difficult job, but how are students selected? How are these students able to receive funds? What's that process kind of look like? Yeah, so our scholarship recipients are chosen, chosen by our impartial scholarship selection committees. And this important task is mostly executed by our volunteers, such as Cookie here. Um, so we are always on the lookout for new volunteers for our scholarship selection committees. Um, so if you have any questions or are interested, you can email me at iberg at cffoxvalley.org. So um, every scholarship season, we form scholarship selection committees with our volunteers. Um, each, each committee then reviews specific scholarship applications for individual scholarship opportunities and then decide, um, get together, discuss, and decide on who is the recipient and then we will notify the the winner and um take it from there man what a happy day that must be uh for those students wow and my question to the time commitment for volunteers a few hours a week a few hours a month what would you say that is um well it kicks in in March and probably can go through May and it depends upon the level of time that the volunteer has so there's no real set but if you are on one scholarship committee um, you, you have to take time be methodical be dedicated it's nothing that you can lightly dust over so there is a time commitment 
but I'm not going to. It depends upon how many scholarships. Okay. Yeah. For me, the time commitment is invisible because mm. it's so much fun. Well, we're glad to have you as a volunteer cookie. I can tell you that. Ida, we, we mentioned, though, that scholarships are open right now for students and until March. So for, again, parents listening, maybe students are out there listening. We love it here. Uh, or grandparents, you know, aunts and uncles looking to share this information. What is needed from a student and what do they need to have to prepare for applying for these scholarships through the foundation? Yeah, so the first thing you need to do is visit our website, cffoxvalley.org slash scholarships and review what we have out there right now. Um, then you need to create a login for our scholarship portal, and that is automatic approval. So once you register, you can go ahead and start filling out applications right away. Make sure you review the instructions on how to fill out the applications and make sure you have all that documentation readily available. So financial information for financial need um, scholarships, as well as your resume, extracurriculars, and work history. Perfect. Set a day aside. Make it a fun scholarship application day. Uh, maybe do it at a fun coffee shop. That's what I would do, I think, if I was a student applying. And on the flip side, Ida, if someone is maybe thinking, I want to help fund the next generation of students. I think I would like to create a scholarship fund. How does that work? How do you start that process? So the really cool thing about establishing a scholarship fund is that anyone can do it. You can start a scholarship endowment fund with $15,000 or a future fund with a uh, $1,000 and work your way up. And the great thing about the Community Foundation is that we meet donors where they're at to help everyone reach their charitable giving goals. Um, so you can give us a call and we'll connect you with our director of gift planning to start that conversation. Perfect. Well, spread the word. Scholarship opportunities open right now. Students start applying. More than a million dollars is available for students right now. So again, spread the word. And we thank uh, both you, Ida, and Cookie for helping us to learn more, get some insight about scholarships, and again, the reach that they have here in our community. Thanks for both being here today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. All right. We will take a pause. We do have that first alert forecast coming up in just a few moments. We'll get to that right after this. It's WHBY. Welcome back to Focus Fox Valley on WHBY. Time now to check in with the YMCA of the Fox Cities, our first chat with them in the new year. And if new habits or healthier habits are on the brain, you're not alone. The YMCA is there to help. And joining us to talk more about what you can expect in the new year. First joining us, Kristen Johnson with the membership and marketing team at the Y. Hi, Kristen. Hi. We also have with us Spring Rank, also with the membership and marketing team. Hi there, Spring. Hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Well, if you've driven past uh, one of the different YMCA locations here in the Fox Valley, you'll see those parking lots. They are full right now. It's great to see. And 
we're going to kind of start there. New year comes a lot of times with maybe inspiration to get back into healthy habits or to continue healthy habits. And the YMCA, of course, is is kind of there to help you out. So fill us in. Kristen, I'll turn to you first. What do you kind of have right now that might be helpful for people looking to start something new? Uh, well, yeah, um, New Year always brings um, New Year's resolutions, um, wanting to carry on or start those healthy habits. Um, at the Y right now, we are running our promotion of no joiner fee um, through the end of this week. So anybody that wants to come in and join won't have to pay that joiner fee. Um, and people are, you know, getting busy coming in um, with their new wellness routine. Um, so that's exciting to see. Um, one thing that we are offering for people who might not um, necessarily know where to start, uh, we have our Smart Start um, sessions that you can do. You can meet with some of our staff and learn everything the Y has to offer. Um, and then you can also meet with one of our personal trainers to see where you need to start and how to, how to get that um, New Year's resolution going. All great information. Spring, I'll turn to you for this next one. You know, there are some people who dive in headfirst. They are ready to get rolling. They're ready for a program or they're ready to join in with different group settings. But there are others who maybe feel a bit intimidated or are nervous about starting a new routine. Are there any, you know, easier or maybe quieter ways that people can can get things started? Sure. Well, I always think, um, like Kristen said, the smart starter meeting with a trainer or someone um, on our wellness staff is a great way to get started because it really helps to meet you where you are. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're just not quite sure, but you are a Y member, we do have YMC360, which is our online virtual platform that can get you familiar, let's say, with what a group exercise class looks like, what a personal training session would look like, what does yoga look like. If you're interested in trying out a class but too shy to come in or just not quite ready to make that jump yet, as a Y member, you would have access to all of that live on demand wherever you are, um, available on Roku, Apple TV, and as an app on your phone. So it really does help you get acclimated and feel a part of our Y family, but at your pace and at your comfort level. I love that. It's kind of a opportunity to get a taste of something before taking the full slice of pie. <laughs> right. What What is the building feel, feeling like right now, though? January, I think, comes with this burst of energy. What is it looking like at your different locations at the moment? Busy. Yeah. So January is always a great time. Um, because people are reminded of New Year's resolutions or they're wanting that fresh start, Um, but not just for individuals just trying to get healthy, but our kids' programs are running. Um, Camp registration starts today, right? So we're already looking towards the summer. We've got uh, youth sports programs going on. We've got growth and development programs going on. We have so many things available throughout our YMCA at all of our buildings, Um, tennis, for example, that that really the hustle and bustle is kind of an all-day thing um, where people are just excited to come back, excited to be part of the community, excited to see their friends again, and excited to reach their goals. Kristen, are there any signups happening currently? I know that Spring just mentioned uh, summer camp. Love to hear that (laughs) on a negative one-degree day. Love to hear about summer (laughs) camp. (laughs) But are there any other active registrations happening? Do people still have a chance to maybe get in on that winter session if they missed uh, signing up a few weeks earlier? 
Yeah, so session started, um, I believe, last week, um, but you can always jump in. Um, there's a lot of programs you can jump in at any time. Um, and youth sports, we're looking towards some of our youth sports stuff getting started, so you can always, always kind of jump in. All right. Feel free to jump in. And where is the best way that people can do that or or just browse the different programs you have? I know I was talking with my husband and we want to get our four and a half year old signed up for something. And there are so many options. It's wonderful to see all the different options out there. Yeah, you can go right to our website, uh, ymcafoxcities.org. We have all of our programs out there um, and you can even register online. All right. And we mentioned YMCA 360 for those who might not have, you know, the comfort level to be in the building, be it because they're intimidated or maybe because of, of health reasons, they're looking to maybe stay in, in their home. That's OK, too, and certainly understandable. How does YMCA 360 work and how can people get connected to that? Do they have to be members? Sure. So YMCA. YMCA 360 um, is our online platform. You do have to have an active YMCA membership in order to take advantage of that benefit. Um, you can access it through our website or um, our members go to the ymca360.org website. They do have to put in their uh, YMCA location and email address. They're going to get a verification code sent to that email, and then once they're in there, they their possibilities are endless. So from fitness classes, guitar lessons were just added, oh. um, swim lesson practice, uh, personal training, nutrition, cooking with kids, really, um, you have so many possibilities. Use sports drills. When you're, when you're on there, uh, if you're looking to do something at home, we should have it for you. I love that. All right, final question for each of you and kind of a fun one, but if if each of you had to maybe recommend something new or a new program or maybe your favorite uh, activity or or session that you've been part of for the new year, Kristen, I'll go to you first. What would you recommend to somebody to try from your experience? Well, in my experience, I've really enjoy the group personal training. That is something that I've been involved with for a couple of years. And it really keeps me motivated. Um, I get the benefit of working with a personal trainer, but I also get to do it with my friends. Um, so we have to hold each other accountable that way. And it does help with the price a little bit to do it um, as a group. So that's, that's kind of my recommendation. That sounds like a ton of fun. Spring, I'll turn to you. Same question. What would you recommend? Oh, I would say synergy for sure. Um, what Kristen was talking about is a small group personal training that she does with some friends. Synergy small group training is drop-in. So I love it because I can go, if there's a class and I have time, I can go drop in. It's 30 minutes. It's full body. Um, we're running a promo for it right now, which is awesome, which is probably why it's my favorite, um, just because we get better pricing on it. And it's a very, very fun way to meet new people and learn some new exercises too. All right. Two things to maybe think about the next time you are zipping into the Y. Again, you can visit the YMCA Fox City's website to click into any of the programs that we mentioned here today. Uh, sign up for summer camp. Again, I, I love to see it. We love to see that we're talking summer camp on January 10th. So thank you, ladies. <laughs> Kristen and Spring, thank you so much for being here today and to uh, helping us kickstart the new year. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Haley.
All right, Kristen Johnson and Spring Rank with the membership and marketing team over at the YMCA of the Fox Cities. And we'll take a pause here. We'll let you know what's coming up on your Tuesday. We'll do that next. It's WHBY. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.